This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem free Happy hump day, everybody. Look at you. You made it to the midpoint of the work week. We have a fun show lined up for you today, by the way. And I'm joined by a very special guest that hasn't been on the program in a very, very long time. If you've listened to us for a while now, you remember our Nick and Dave days. And we had a really cool episode where we had special guests come back onto the show that had previously were on the show. And it was like a uh, behind the secret doors, what we, what we called it, and the guests would mask their voice, and we would have to try and guess who this guest was that appeared on the show once before. Or before. We're going to do the same thing today, but we're going to play along with you to where the guest is going to mask his voice. I'll be asking him some questions, and then you are going to try to guess who this guest is. But before we start, I want you to go ahead and check out our friends over at waltexpress.com for deals tips and all things disney you can become an expert yourself just go ahead and go over there and sign up for the newsletter go ahead and check out their latest blogs top finds for getting organized in 2019 with disney and mickey written by vanda bean and disney 101 we're gonna be talking about that uh next week actually the disney dining plans for walt disney world also written by vanda bean so go ahead and check them out waltexpress.com this is episode 414, and we're going to be bringing you the rumors and news. But first, who is behind the secret door? Let's go ahead and open it up right now. If you want to say hello to everyone, special guest, why don't you go ahead, or I should say secret guest. Hello, listener. How are you doing? It sounds like, sounds like you, uh, you have something stuck in your mouth there. I got some stuff stuck in my teeth from supper time. Oh, from supper time. Okay, supper. so you, you, you like to eat? I love to eat. Okay, you love to eat. All right, listeners, you, you heard them. Male to, or female? Today I'm a he, yes. Oh, today you are a he, okay. All right, so you switch. No, I, I don't switch. Okay, you don't switch. All right, so you like to eat. It's a male. He's a male. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, What is your favorite restaurant? My favorite restaurant? Well, yuck. And Yeti, down to oh, Animal Kingdom. That's a huge clue, listeners. That is a huge clue, because I think when this uh, person was on, he talked about Yak and Yetis quite a bit. All right. Um, how often do you go to Disney World, Disneyland, or, or other, do you travel with Adventures by Disney? What is your preference? So, I'm usually at a Disney destination about every six weeks. Maybe seven weeks. So every six to seven weeks, six you're, to seven weeks. you're traveling somewhere for a Disney destination. Yes, sir. All right. Um, let's see here. Which park do you travel to most often? I travel to Walt Disney World Resorts the most often. It's easy to get there. All right. Where do you usually stay at Walt Disney World Resorts? Maybe we've seen you on social media or something. My favorite resort... Is the Pop Century. Pop Century Resort, alright. Have how many uh, so you 
We're previously on the Mouse Pates podcast, correct? Yes, sir. All right. Um, for our listeners, how many? How often did you appear on our show? Very frequently for a while. Very frequently for a while. All right. Were you are? Did you talk Star Wars? Uh, not much. No. Okay. Movies, entertainment. Yes, movies, entertainment, the parks. All right. All right, you you sound really silly. I just got to tell them who you are at this point. You you can't ruin the surprise. Oh, I have to. I have to. These are starting to hurt. Okay, why don't you... You actually do have something in your mouth. Why don't you... Why don't you... I have sticks in my mouth. And why don't you go ahead and take that off. He's trying to mask his voice as much as he can, but uh, go ahead. Why don't you let the listeners know who you are? Well, hey, everybody, it's Tim. I'm returning <laughs> back to the show for a special little episode here with Nick. And, yes, these sticks were hurting. I had popsicle sticks in my mouth to try and mask my voice. So, Travel Tim, you're back. How you doing, Nick? I'm, I'm, I'm well. How are you, bud? I'm doing good, man. This is awesome. So, are, are you going to be a regular on the show? Well, we're going to see, right? Okay. All right. Awesome. So, today is our News and Rumors show, as you know. All right. And you look very much prepared. Yes, look at all these notes <laughs> in front of me. Empty desk. Uh, um, don't worry, I came prepared. All right. I came prepared there, Tim. Um, I brought I'm the glad... sticks for my mouth. That's what I brought. By the way, I- I'm glad you're back, by the way. Yeah, well, thanks. This is going to be fun. I'm... Like old times, right? Like old oh, times. It's, it's like getting be... on a horse. It's great. It's going to be great. All right, or like riding a bike, right? Or bike. All right, when, uh, did you just get back from Disney? No. Uh, I, my last trip was... It was about six weeks ago. <laughs> just before uh, Christmas, yeah. Okay, so right before Christmas? Yeah, the week before Christmas. Were you, so were, okay, so you weren't there for Christmas or the New Year? No, I, I try and avoid it for Christmas, the New Year, Thanksgiving. Did you stay at Pop? No, I did not stay at Pop. I actually stayed at Universal this time, the Adventure. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, sir. All right, I was well, cheating on my Disney. The anti-park? Yeah, I know. Sorry. Right. I got to know them all. How was it? That was great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yes, I went to Universal, but of course I went to Disney quite a few times. So I got to ask, what's the, I mean, I, what's the difference? I mean, so you have people that visit Universal and visit Disney, and you often hear some people say, oh, there's no difference. It's a park is a park. But I kind of disagree to, disagree to that statement. What is the difference? What is one takeaway? You've been to both many times. You, you have, and you've been to their special events at night and things like that. What is the main difference between Universal and Disney? So I don't disagree with people when they say a park is a park, but there's a big difference between a Walt Disney World park and a Universal park or even a Six Flags park. Okay, I will compare Universal to a Six Flags seven out of seven times, right? Because there's not the theming that you have at Disney World. The service is not the same at Disney World. You don't have people going out of your way. Now, that does not mean that you don't get the same type of, you know, every now and then you don't get people at Universal going out of their way to help you out. But when you go into Disney, you go into a bubble. And Disney goes well above and beyond, not just in their theming and the way that they take care of their people, but in every little detail that they do. And Disney tells a story. You walk into a Disney park, and it's a story. You don't get that same story when you walk into a Universal Park. That's the biggest difference. You're taken from the real world and and transported into whatever your choose-your-own-adventure is, right? Whether you're going into the Magic Kingdom Frontierland or Fantasyland or Tomorrowland, right? You're, you're, you're being lifted off the pages of reality and dropped into whatever that world is that the Imagineers have decided they wanted to help create for you. That's the difference. So what I'm hearing is there's no bubble. There is no bubble at a Universal Park. No. I love the Universal Parks for what they are. Universal Parks have more thrill rides than Disneyland has, or, or Disney World, Magic Kingdom. Um, so absolutely for the older kids, you know, the teenagers who want to have those thrill rides, those in the early twenties, uh, absolutely universal is the way to go if that's what you're looking for. But if you're looking for 
you know, a, a totally different family type experience, Disney World's where you need to be. What about customer service, the Disney way? So the Disney way is second to none. Nobody will give you the same experience that you'll have. Uh, there is, I've had some excellent service at Universal, but I have not one time ever seen, and this does not mean that it doesn't happen, but not one time have I ever seen uh, an employee or a cast member at Universal walk up to a guest and give them an ice cream bar. Okay? I regularly see ice cream bars or stuffed animals or uh, fast passes handed out at one of the Disney parks to guests randomly. That's the difference. All right. Yeah, I just wanted to pick your brain there for a split second. I I really think, I mean, we got to get started on the news here and the, and the rumors since it is Wednesday and it's hump day. But just right now, we wait, you know, 10 minutes talking about Universal versus Disney and, and vice versa. We could really spend and do a whole episode on this. Oh, absolutely. We need to save it. So let's. All right. Let's, let's shut uh, it down. Let's table this <laughs> for another episode, buddy. But speaking of you traveling to Disney, just what you said six or seven weeks ago. Yeah, about six weeks ago. Now, in the airport, we noticed in our trip, you know, last October, that the Disney store there in the airport was all boarded up. It was going through refurbishment. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. Yeah, the other one's still open. Right. But the newly reimagined magic of Disney store that opened up uh, at Disney Orlando, or excuse me, I should say Orlando International Airport, was that still boarded up when, that was still boarded when you just went out in Yeah, December, back in correct? December it was. Okay, yeah. could you see inside at all? No. Or? So it was completely boarded up. I wonder what it's going to look like. I saw some of the pictures online that they've released, but, you know, and I'd only been in there a handful of times with you when we traveled in the past together. I don't know. It looks modern now. So basically it kind of looks like what they did over at the World of Disney, you know, at Disney Springs. It seems like they just kind of modernized uh, this Disney store in the airport. Other than that, do you think it's anything other than that? No, and opinion. I'm not surprised by that. Uh, Disney has been for quite a while moving more into a uh, more, I don't know exactly what the right word is, but getting more away from the animation in their store, you know, the theming of animation in their stores to more of a um, country chic, maybe, is what it is, but, but kind of taking out some of those characters that we know and love in their animated form. I call it the caricature throw-up. Yeah. And that's kind of really what it was, right? It was a little over the top, and it was what everybody sees in the films. And um, But but now what they've done is, is a little less in your face, a little bit more welcoming to everyone, you know, because you do have a lot of Disney haters out there, uh, folks that will just go to Disney Springs, for example, to shop in some of the non-Disney stores. But Disney wants to welcome into the world of Disney. So... In the article I read, it was saying that they're going to have more park items available in the in this Disney store at the airport now. Um, it's called the Magic of Disney, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think back. Last time we were there, before they closed it up, I really, I, I think we talked about that. I don't think they had many items from the park. They had well, some. Well, it was hit or miss. Right. It, it really was hit or miss. Um, you could get, you couldn't get any specialty items. So that, that is, speaking of Universal and Disney, one thing I noticed last fall, uh, last October, I guess it was, I took my daughter down there for, um, we were going to Universal's Halloween Horror Nights. And one of the things that I noticed is that at the Universal store at the airport, you could buy about 75% of all the special merchandise that was available at the Halloween Horror Nights. At Disney, you can't buy anything from Mickey's Not So Scary or Very Merry at that store. Unless you go to the parks. Unless you go to the parks. That's what makes it cool, though. Well, that's what makes it unique. It's kind of a status thing. Like, I've been there. Right. Yeah. But for the most part, their stuffed animals say Disney Parks. Sure. Um, You know, the pins. You're not going to get any special edition or limited release pins or magic bands. You have to go to the parks for that stuff. And speaking of the parks, you know, we're talking about the Festival of the Fantasy Parade. Did you did you hear that Maleficent is back? I did see that he was back. Well, the dragon. Right. right? So the, the Maleficent float has officially returned to the Festival of the Fantasy Parade in the Magic Kingdom. 
So, you know, this is an extremely popular parade. My kid likes it. Like, you know, adults like us, obviously, when we're traveling together, that's our time to ride rides and right. get snacks and everything else. But I'm glad it, it I'm glad it came back. I'm glad Disney didn't just box it up and it, it sat in a warehouse until someone snuck in and stole it and, right. and it left <laughs> mysteriously and no one knows how, how it went, you know. But I'm glad they brought it back. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I think that that float was, you know, it was really... I, I think out of out of all of the parades, uh, with the exception of the uh, electric parade, that float was probably, uh, you know, the favorite, the, you know, the crowd favorite, sure. right? You know, I mean, it's blowing fire. And right? you could feel the heat. Yeah, you could feel the heat as it passes by. I really was concerned, like you, that they were just going to throw it in a warehouse somewhere. Uh, but if you look at the images of the new one, you can see that they, you know, and compare it to the old one, you can see that they've done a couple little things to modify it. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm glad that it's back. I'll probably stop and check it out next time I'm there. Now, I don't know if I noticed this on the on the old Maleficent, but the tires were extremely visible to me, almost distracting with the new one. Could you see the tires on the old Maleficent? I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know that I remember either. But see... I would maybe, imagine, yeah. Maybe I would have, though, if it was that evident to me. But the new Maleficent, that, my eyes were immediately drawn to those tires. They seem, and maybe they're the exact same tires, you know, but they seem really large. Yeah, I, I really don't yeah, know. Okay. All right, moving over to, hey, you've been watching football at all? Uh, Do you watch the Chiefs play? Yeah, the I watch the Chiefs, sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Super Bowl, we have the Rams that left St. Louis, and they're now in Los Angeles playing the New England Patriots. Walt Disney World, did you hear about the Swan and Dolphin? football championship game offer no i did not hear this this is pretty cool so california new england fans now have another reason to root for their home teams in the big game that's coming up this weekend just in a few days and we've seen all the hype on television already this year the walt disney world swan and dolphin resort is rewarding the residents of either california or new england with their special champions uh package depending on which team wins the game so included in this package is going to be a $100 credit that they can use at any restaurant or Walt Disney or at the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Resort. How cool is this? I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. I mean, it's cool if you if live in California. Or... Right, but you happen to be like at Swan and Dolphin or whatever, you know, and you just want to go ahead and hey, I'll take my hundred. I'll take a hundred dollar gift card. Yeah, sure. And spend it at, at a restaurant. It's all relative, though, right? I mean, I mean, is that a free meal? I mean, is it? Like a hundred dollars, yeah. Well, hundred bucks, two. right? Sure, that'd be that'd be sweet. Um, let's see here. We have oh, talking about the Walt Disney World Company. And you were saying the Disney Way, you know, which makes it just that grand and a great place to work for. Walt talking about the Fortune's uh, most admired companies list. So Walt Disney, where do you think they rank on Fortune's most admired companies list? Out of how many? How big is the list? So top ten. And Walt Disney World, or the Walt Disney Company, I should say, did move up two spots from last year and is now ranked in this place as the most admired company by fortune. So they're number one on this list? So this puts Disney at the top spot among entertainment organizations, followed by Netflix, which was ranked uh, as eighth most admired. Fortune surveyed 3,750 business executives, directors, and analysts. To generate a com- uh, comprehensive ranking, so Walt Disney World is ranked fourth. Just they're under Apple is number one, Amazon two, Berkshire Hathaway, number three. Obviously, you have Walt Disney, but below that you have. Th- I thought this was funny. Starbucks ranked number five. Really? Yeah, isn't that crazy? I. I mean, I I don't go into Starbucks very often, but. That, that is kind of surprising to me. Number six was Microsoft, so below Starbucks. Seven, this really shocked me because I would have assumed this would have been up there with Walt Disney or near the top with Apple. Alphabet, Google, mm. ranked number seven. And then right below that, you have Netflix at eight, J.P. Morgan Chase at nine, and then FedEx. That also surprised me because I didn't expect to see you know, FedEx there at yeah. number ten. Huh, that's interesting. Very interesting. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, plans for improvements at Port Canaveral ahead of Disney Cruise Lines expansion as they move forward. We've been following this story, and we know that uh, 
some of the, oh my gosh, the name escapes me, um, terminals that are being overhauled out there at Port Canaveral. Disney's also announced, you know, some of the new ships that are coming out. And, they, and one, and if I can find the story here real quick, it's buried underneath this paperwork. There was a name of one of the ships that may have come to light by accident. Let's see here. Because of an agenda. So, yeah, here we go. Port Canaveral documents may reveal project name for new Disney Cruise Line ships. Nice. What's funny is the name that they reference on this agenda is, remember when Disney came out with, I think it was the Dream or whatnot, and they were asking people, what should we name our new ship? Right. I actually put this in or responded to Disney with this actual name that they're naming this this new ship. And so when I saw this, I was very excited because they should have named a ship this a long time ago. King of the Sea. Triton. So you're going to take credit for... No, I'm not taking credit at all. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. Oh, I'm not trying to, but I'm just Oh, saying. but you are. No, 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 no. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, man. I see how ready is. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just glad because it makes sense. Like, right. why would you not have a ship, you know, named Triton? Yeah. Triton's the king of the sea. So, And in an agenda that was posted recently, the Canaveral Port Authority revealed what appears to be project names or class for the th- or class names for the three new Disney Cruise Line ships that were going to be set sailing in, to- in 2021. And one of them refers on this agenda is referred to as Disney Triton. It's a good name. Oh, it's a, it's a slick name. I think it's awesome. I mean, <laughs> why they didn't have that already... Uh, blows my mind. So it's, I wonder what the other two are going to be. Because, what, it's 2020, 2021, 2022, Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Let's move on over to uh, the Oscar nomination. So Disney received 17 in total. And they have one theme here that uh, seemed to get a lot of nominations. Black Panther. Right. Um, we have here, I'll just, I won't bore you with uh, all the yadas, but Best Picture, Black Panther, Animated Feature Film, Incredibles 2. Ralph Breaks the Internet, costume design. Yeah, and, you know, I'm surprised by Ralph Breaks the Internet and um, Incredibles 2. Incredibles 2 why is, both why, being on the list. Why is that? Because they typically don't do both of the, you know, anytime Disney releases a film and Pixar releases a film like that, they usually don't have both on that list. Yeah, but this is Oscar nomination, though. Oh, I understand. Okay. Costumes. So what do you mean by that? Like, just making sure that you don't release in the same year? Correct. Okay. Let's see here. Costume design. You guessed it. Black Panther. Mary Poppins Returns. Music. Black Panther as well. Mary Poppins Returns. Have you seen Mary Poppins Returns? I have not seen that. So I, ha- I haven't either. And I want to. Yeah, I'm embarrassed to say I haven't. Me, me, me as well. So my kiddo has. I can, I'll be honest, it looks really cool when it first came out, I wanted to see it, but after that week went by and the hype was down, maybe I was just feeding off the hype, I'm like, eh, I'll see it when it comes out on digital. I I don't know. I'm just, I wanted to go see it, I got busy, didn't see it. (laughs) I love the honesty, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean. Got busy. I did. I I didn't take care of that thing up north. Yeah, you know. (laughs) That thing. Got a lot going on. (laughs) <laughs> You're right, man. Like all of us, man, just getting busy. Yeah, I mean, uh, Mary Poppins, is, not to take us off too far, have you heard of the fan fiction, or not fan fiction, but the fan theory that Mary Poppins is actually a wizard from Harry Potter's Wizarding World? I heard that. Have you ever read into it? No. It, hey, I'm convinced. But she, like, learned to put a spell on her bag? No, no, that she's a, she's a witch. That's how she's able to fly. That's how, you know, her bag is bottomless, just like Hermione's. It's really kind of a, once you start reading it and you put it all together, you're like, wow. So who Disney wrote, actually invented so who, right, Harry, Harry Potter, Potter. I was going to say, who wrote, magical world? who wrote Harry Potter? Yeah, who was that author? Uh, maybe they copied J.K. off of, Rowling. Yeah. yeah, so potentially. Wait a minute, wait. That wrote Harry Potter? Yeah, J.K. Rowling. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Is that? I thought it was some lady. Yeah, her. Oh, is that her? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. Her name's like Joanne. Oh, okay. Okay. Or Joe Rowling. Oh, Joanne. Does she own a fabric store? No. Oh, it's not no. the same Joanne. Not the same Joanne. Okay. All right. Let's let's move on here. Uh, production design. Uh, you guessed it. Black Panther and Mary Poppins. 
short film. Yeah, the was it Bao or Bao or ba- yeah, something like that with, with the dumplings, I think. Right. Which was it, she eats her own kid. Yeah, that one grew on me, man. <laughs> like seriously, I it, it was cute because she has all this love for her child. He grows up. Yeah. Leaves her. He has she has no one because her husband is doing his own thing, right? Like you know what I'm saying? Right. That typical stereotypical well, working and husband. Well, he's off in his recliner watching yeah. TV and stuff, right? Like not paying any attention to his wife. And so she has no one to love but this dumpling that she makes just like she made her child, you know, and I found it really cool. And then the child finally comes back. Well, I can tell you as, as a father who is one child who's moved out. Yeah. It's hard, man. Yeah, dude. Don't even get me going, man. I'm Colin's That's way why you need more but, kids. You start making more babies, dude. I'm gonna be forty. Yeah, but but then by the time your your youngest babies like are getting ready to move out, your oldest babies will having their own babies, and then you'll have grandbabies. Seeing that it's just a cycle, and then you always have babies around the house. Hopefully, then, then hopefully, they, you know you never have to feel like they've moved out. Hopefully, they'll be Floridians. Let's see here. <laughs> move down to Florida. <laughs> never gonna happen, Nick. Yeah, I know. I know. It's it's not. Uh, it's not. Have you given up? Uh, we haven't talked about this for a while. In a long time. Yeah. I don't think Aaron is not budging. No? No. Not even a little. Nah. Uh, well, there is one, and we'll talk about that off air, but <laughs> one reason why she wouldn't end. Anyway. She leaves you and remarries somebody yeah. rich. Yep. Let's see here. <laughs> Sound mixing. Black Panther. Visual effects. Marvel Studios Avengers Infinity War. Now, here's a film that I thought was awesome. But sucked at the same time. Like, sucked because I didn't like how all of a sudden 50% of the members are just offed. Well, that or, was I the mean, point. superheroes. What? The click. Right. 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 Like, I didn't like that in the story. It. it Have you read the comics? It peeved me off. Have you read the comics? No. So, I mean, that's what happens in the comics. All he right. gets all the stones and he, he snaps his fingers and that's it. So, like, all the good superheroes are gone. Well, they're not all gone. Captain Marvel, we know, is still alive. Right. Captain but, America still alive? Uh, did Cap... I don't know. Thor, he's still alive. Yeah, I, I just... But see, you just... You get rid of all your awesome superheroes. That's canon, apparently. Yeah, but they're coming back. How do they come back? That's what I don't get. Well, who was it? It was, uh... Now, I haven't seen this movie in a long time. I saw it, like, three or four times in the theater. Because you, if you're going to see this movie, you got to see it in the theater, right? Um, Is it that guy that... Oh, yeah. Space Doctor and Strange. Time? Yeah. Okay. With his, the time... You know, he, he tells Tony Stark, look, you know, it's got to happen. I've got to give him the stone. And so... Is, you know, he's gone through, like, the probability of every... So strange, way that they can win. So Strange knows must, what's going to happen. He must know that he would still live through it. Correct. He so, knows that there's only one way that... But Strange knew that he would live through it personally, probably. Well, yeah, because he was able to see every every, outcome, every okay. predictable So he outcome. knows how to fix it then. Right. So he knows what has to be done. See, I wonder if those characters will know that they were gone and came back. Well, so there's a way that they're going to reverse everything and then win. Okay. All right, moving on. Spoiler Let's see here. alert. Yeah, um, costume design, I talk about this, I can't even remember anymore. Yeah, I think I did. All right, moving on, moving on. Oh, Solo, a Star Wars story, visual effects as well. Yeah, I, and that was one that everybody panned, so it was no good. I oh, thought I loved it was all it. right. I loved it. I didn't like The Last Jedi. I really so, didn't. Yeah, so I if I like had it. to choose one or the other, I would choose Solo. I don't disagree. I thought that Last Jedi drug on and it just didn't have the <sighs> action that I wanted. And, and I don't get the whole Kylo Ren and Rey situation. I don't know what's going on they there. Did not, they did not explain that well at no, all. They did. At all. But I really liked Solo, like you. And I am really discouraged that it was panned the way it was and that we may not get another one. I'd no, we like are. To see that story continue. Have they announced it officially? Oh, so uh, I don't know. I think unofficially we're going to get another one, but I don't. I so think Disney stepped back though, and Disney said, but "Well, what's his name's we coming think... back though to direct it. That directed the original Force Awakens. Well, or the Force. I shouldn't say original, but I mean so the Force Awakens. They're they're doing that for what episode nine? 
or 10, whatever, right, whatever it is. Wherever we're at right now. So I'm, I'm speaking specifically to some of these other storylines, like the Solo storyline. I'd like to see a Solo 2. So we can sit, continue to see. Oh, what I would love that too. To see with some of that stuff. What's what's her face that aligns herself with Darth Maul? Yeah, Daenerys. And, and yeah, <laughs> I'll bend the knee. That's right. And have and see her story progress as well, and why right. Hanzo can because I don't think you really get a true glimpse of how he became who he is no, in present day until the very end of the Han Solo, where he shoots his partner. Like that was the beginning of hardening his heart. Right. Who and he learning, becomes. yeah, learning that you got to be this way in the galaxy, right? And I think that that's they ended that show, that movie, the way they did because they were going to do a second one, I and hope so. I don't see that them doing a second one anymore. And that Disney came out and they said, "Well, we think that this isn't doing as well as it was because we're flooding the market with too many Star Wars films." I disagree 100%. Look what they've done with Marvel. They flooded everything with Marvel, and Marvel films are making a billion dollars each. I agree with you, dude. So by Disney saying, well, we're going to step back, and we're not going to release as much anymore, and we're going to put a production uh, stoppage uh, on the Boba Fett storyline. They need to bring that in, though, man. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm encouraged to see what they're doing with Jon Favreau with the Manchurian. Okay, so what they're going to do with the... Um, isn't he in Marvels too? Doesn't yes, he direct? He is. Okay. So he directs. He's actually some of the in the movie too. Isn't well, he? that's that's With um, Iron Man. Iron Man's assistant. Assistant. Whatever yeah. It is. Yeah. Whatever his name is. But uh, so I'm really encouraged to see if they're going to continue on with that and see what how many episodes they have. I think they said eight. Uh, you know, when the streaming service pops up later this year. But uh, so far as the films are concerned, I was really looking forward to some of the things that they were going to do, and it just doesn't look like they're going to keep doing them. That's a bummer. There are so many great ones I'd like to see. I'd like uh, to see stories about the huts. I'd like to see stories about Yoda. You know, Yoda lived for how many hundreds of years right. before we ever saw him? Right. There are stories, and yes, there's canon from Rebels and, you know, some of the animated films. And I would have loved for that all to come back. The Clone Wars. Like, to yeah, have that all absolutely. come back. I'd love to see those live action. That'd I can't, awesome. I, so I don't know about you. You, you probably have, because I think you're a bigger Star Wars fan than I am. I. Every time I try and watch Clone Wars, I'll get through like the first three episodes, and I'm like, eh, I'm done. Like well, I can't. It's finish the them. same thing over and over. Yeah, it's I just the same. can't get into it. Same thing with Rebels. I've seen a couple yeah, of them. It's the and same thing. It's done. So having the live action where it's two hours, two and a half hours, even I'll sit through that type of movie. But repetitive about, episodes, I can't. Do how it. about the beginnings of Sith and the Jedi? Oh, I mean, absolutely. The, the Sith, I think, were around for hundreds of thousands of years before Jedi even existed. And I think the Jedi actually came around. I don't, Hefe, correct me if I'm wrong. He's our Star Wars guru. I think they actually, the Force created Jedi to balance everything out because everything was so out of whack. And I want to know the storyline of how the Sith became the Sith and their temples. And yeah, I agree. The Jedi and, and, and then how did they play a role in balancing the, the universe or the galaxy, right? I want also the side note. I want Earth explained in Star Wars. I, I hope yeah, Disney. Where is it at? I hope Disney explains this because in the prequels you see ET in the Senate, right? And you even see him again in, in the Force Awakens. There at Maz Kanata's castle, you see an ET alien. Yeah, but ET is not from Earth, right? No, but at least the but galaxy is. He explains where he's from, right? Which happens to be in the Star Wars realm, right? And you know he he finds himself on Earth in the movie ET. It's the same race. I want to know, so obviously Earth exists. You have Han Solo who says, I'll see you in hell. So we know heaven and hell must exist. Right. So Earth, I want to see, I want, I want Disney to bring all those to a close. I want them to bring out more movies like, oh geez, that Rogue One. When Rogue One came out, that was probably my all-time favorite Disney movie of all time. Yeah, it was a great film. That was a great one. I wish they would go darker. And I think the reason why I liked Han Solo, and maybe I should move on here, but the reason why I think you and I loved Han Solo, maybe it was it was because it was darker. And they introduced new characters. And it wasn't the everything's going to turn out okay kind of movie. Well, and it doesn't. Right? So right. even Last Jedi, right? And so after at the end of The Last Jedi, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, there's what, eight or nine Rebels left? Yeah. How are they going to pull this off? Right. So, yeah, going darker and seeing the demise of the Rebellion and, and seeing where they're going. Yeah, absolutely. Let's move on over to Disneyland. 
Disneyland finally opens up a brewery, the first brewery ever in downtown Disney. Now, if you remember St. Louis, remember when St. Louis almost had a Disneyland? And, and, and what was it, Augie Bush? No, it was, uh, which one was it? It was his dad. It was his dad. Right. Yeah, Bush right. was arguing, obviously, with Walt, and they just couldn't reach a deal because Walt didn't want alcohol in his, in his park, but he said, sure, I'll do it, but it's going to be in the back of the park on the second floor of this building where it make it really hard to get to. Here you have, I'm glad Disney has kind of, they're not throwing away values of Walt, don't get me wrong, but I'm glad they're growing with the times. You think so? What? So, I was out there. I was at Disneyland back in November. Right. Explain the Walt way, because I think that's where you're going to go, right? Well, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So, I was out there at Disneyland, and there were signs. Sure. You saw it. What what I am really disappointed in, and and I believe that the reason that there was no alcohol in the parks when Walt was alive, even up into, what, the 80s, 90s, whenever it was. Sure. Um... What, when Walt was alive or Roy? Well, both, right? Okay. I mean, they didn't start. Walt was long gone before they right. started right, exactly. doing, putting alcohol in the parks. You know, America America was becoming more and more of a fatherless society, you know, during that time period. So coming out of the Second World War, Walt is, is seeing what society is like, right? We had gone through Prohibition. As a result of some of that, Walt sees that growing sure. up. Okay, he had I see issues with saying. his father, who, you know, had issues. Like, um, like the drink. Yeah, he right. liked to have a cocktail or two, right, and and then take it out on the family. And so Walt, as a result, didn't want. He wanted a place where people could escape. Okay, sure. he didn't want. He didn't want the potential for people to go, and their father would sit down and drink and yell at them or. Worse yet, right, beat the snot out of them when they got back to their hotel room. Okay, fast forward to what it is now today. If you've ever been to Epcot on a Friday or Saturday during the Food and Wine Festival, oh yeah, well, Walt we, would be kicking these you think people so? out of the park. Absolutely. <laughs> I know what you're getting at because we saw it, and I, and I know exactly what you're getting at. People that just had too much. Yeah, I don't have any problem with people having a drink or two, that, so that's not where I'm coming from. Uh, although I don't drink myself, but when you want to drink and become belligerent and ignorant and treat people disrespectfully because you believe, like a USA soccer player believed last year, who was kicked out and banned from the parks, that you're the, you know, the queen of the world and the world revolves around you because you know how to kick a ball. Okay. That's when I start having a problem. When you start throwing drinks on people or you get ignorant at people because you think that they're cutting in line because they have a fast pass, that's when I have a problem with you. And at Epcot, I see fewer and you fewer very passionate members. About this. Well, absolutely, because Disney needs to take and draw a line in the sand. And they either need to say, okay, look, we're going to allow these people to have unlimited drinks. And they sell these drink passes with six and yes, eight different yep. glasses of wine that you can buy for 60 bucks. Yes, they do. And so Disney says, okay, that's fine. You can get drunk in our park. Why? Because we're making money hand over fist. Okay, fine. But if you're going to do that, then you need to turn the World Showcase into a place that's not for families during that time. I've seen too many little kids run over by adults who are driving electric um, wheelchairs who are drunk and tipsy, right? You know, really? Absolutely. Yes. I, the amount of time I've spent in these so parks, I've, I've seen okay. unbelievable you, you've things. You've been there. You're there quite a bit. I mean, how many days last year were you there? I was there. I was in a Disney park over almost 60 times. It was 59 times last year. Okay. okay? Well, you're very passionate about this right now. Yeah, I, I am because this is not the Disney that I grew up with. Okay. I don't think it's the Disney you grew up with. I, and it's an unfortunate event, and for years, you know, we've talked about it, that you know, Epcot's becoming a festival park. I'll be down in, next week Epcot's, for the Arts Festival. Epcot's one and, of those parks where, sorry, I know I'm cutting, cutting you off, so I apologize. What do you do with Epcot? It's always kind of been that kind of park, right? Like, you just, it, it has one direction, you stop going that direction, you go a different direction. Then you stop that direction, you go a third direction. I think Epcot's always been confused. Yeah, and so by them putting in a Guardian's ride, by them adding um, 
you know, some other enhancements at the front of the park, I think that that's going to give you a distinct difference between the front of the park, back of the park, which is why I believe that if they're going to allow that type of behavior, like on a weekend, on a Friday and Saturday night, then they need to block the back of that park off. Yeah. I, I, I saw a little girl get run over by an ECV, and they had to have uh, paramedics come and help her and get her out of there. Me as a father, had that been my vacation, potentially getting disrupted like that, oh, I would have been ticked beyond belief. And Disney wipes their hands of some of the responsibility of that, and I just don't think it's right. I don't think that that's what Walt wanted. I, like I said, I'm all, I think it's cool that they've got a brewery out there. It fits what they're trying to do, but I do think that you can take it too far. And in and, and some, some instances, that's what Disney's doing. They're taking it too far, and they're putting too much emphasis on those things. Sure. So I see where you're coming from. I understand. And, and you, ha- you brought up some really, really good valid points. And you're there more often than I am. And so you see a lot of this stuff go on. I haven't personally seen someone that has, you know, drank too much. I mean, you've, I think you've texted me that before. Where you've oh, I like, have I'm, videos and right. pictures. And, and I'll but tell is, you it, is it during too. the festivals? No, yeah, it's absolutely. The worst okay. is during the food and wine. Okay. Yeah, it absolutely is. Now, the art festival so, has some drinks. So as this well, isn't in the park. This is, a, you know, it's downtown Disney, right? You know, in between California Adventure and, and Disneyland. Um, and I have seen, just to, to back up a little bit, I have seen Disney refuse to let people into the park who are inebriated. Okay, so I have sure. seen that as well. But when you have a situation like it, I don't know if you remember this or not, last year if you guys talked about it, but, you know, there was somebody that tried bringing in, or, or actually had in the in Epcot, a monkey, right? A service monkey. We know that right. people sneak in all kinds of animals that is, as service animals. I, if you're going to have a monkey in the park and it's your service animal and you're drinking, you know, who's responsible then for who's that? Are, monkey, oh, the monkey. Well, right? the monkey's drinking. I mean, yeah, sure. What if the monkey takes your drink and starts <laughs> drinking, right? I mean, I don't know. I just I would think that someplace that there's like some type of liability You'd issue. You have an evil monkey have running around the park. Oh my gosh! The Wizard of the Oz. Right, you're you're flying monkeys. Oh man, here real quick because we're, we're going to wrap this up here. But uh, photo pass backdrops uh, and magic shots introduced at Walt Disney Disney's Hollywood Studios. Did you see this? Yes, I did. What are your thoughts? They're pretty cool looking. Yeah, and Disney's done. You know, like, so last year they did the purple, uh, right. purple wall, right? There's a pink and, wall. And what are your, them. what are your thoughts on that stuff too? Uh, do you think yeah. it was something just created out of thin air to uh, generate no. money, generate exposure? I, it's all about social net marketing, right. social networks. You know, you've got these influencers who are out there that are, are selling Disney for free, right? You know, they're going to Disney they're trying to sell their brand. Part of their brand is to piggyback off of Disney's brand. Sure. And so Disney's just creating a space for them to do that. So Smart move on Disney's part. Yeah, absolutely. Because they it's make, free marketing. Right. They make Marty, hey, money. Hey, look at me. Money. I'm cool. Don't you want to be like me? I've got 100,000 followers. You know what we and should, I'm at Disney, right? You know what we should do. Everybody's going to go to Disney. Outside the parks, just have purple socks. Ah, D- yeah. They're just color pur- purple shirts that are blank. Sure. Get your purple shirts. <laughs> or pink. Mix and match. Piggyback off of it. Oh, my gosh. So we were making fun of, because people do take pictures. I think this is cool that they're setting up these backdrops. Like, these were detailed with Jack-Jack and a hole yeah. in a brick wall and stuff like that. Well, they did that but, last year at Magic Kingdom, too, during the yes. Incredible Summer. Yes, they did. If you remember. And so you would more so than me, because you, you were there many <laughs> more times than I was. So let's talk about, remember... I have nicknamed the. I, I don't, what side would it be? The northeast, west, or south side of the bridge? So that's that the, I, east. The, 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 well, the east. The one tomorrow. Of the park. So, so it's east. Yeah, yeah east of the castle. Right. Uh, we're talking now. We're talking Walt Disney World here, listeners, and it's that bridge that takes you to Old Fantasyland. Right. Not. It's not. You're not veering off too much over to Tomorrowland, but it takes you to Fantasyland. Right. And we've seen the pictures. That are taken on that bridge. Now that I've mentioned it to you on our last trip, was it was it October? I told you about it. Yeah, whenever we were there last. And year. we actually did. I think later on, a couple days later, saw someone 
getting oh, all yeah. giddy, jumping up in the air, posing and dressed in her her finest. Right. Really finest. Have you noticed that now since you've gone back or not? No, I have. Okay. Now that I've pointed it out to you, and it took someone else to point it out to me. Erin pointed it out to me over the summer. She's like, haven't you noticed the last few years when we come out here, every time we cross over this bridge, you have girls that are dressed up that like they shouldn't be taking pictures in positions they shouldn't be? I'm like, no, I haven't. Noted. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then the whole trip, that's what we saw. And I couldn't right. stop keeping, you know, I wanted to look to see who was next, you know, like, and we what's well, an endless line. If you it, just sit oh, over there on a bench, you'll see them line up. And it's just that side. So what is it about that side? I thought the other well, side was castle. Better. Yeah, but I thought the other side had the, the better view. The better view. The one that goes into what? Liberty Square. Yes. Yeah. I think I, that that is the better square. Better view, but I think that there's just more space. More space over on the other over side. Over there. So you can get more of the castle. And, That's awesome. And the bridge kind of jettisons over a little bit. So, Well, buddy, we kind of went all over the place. And I like the kind of news we did today. I didn't just hit the headlines and then just go from one to the next to the next with the details. We you know, we sat down, we talked about it, and we had stories that spun out of it as well and our opinions. Well, this it's been a while, stuff. so we got a lot to talk about. This so. was good stuff, man. Um I hope you're back, man. Um, is it too soon to talk about your mousecapade that you're going to take in June? Or should we just well, push it, table it till we next? We can drop some hints. Okay. What? The hotel is booked. Okay, we're at. And oh, both? Well, so two hotels are booked. Okay, two hotels. Well, maybe this is what we'll do. Maybe we'll let the listeners just, you know, send in some, you know, we'll drop some hints yeah. and we'll see if they can figure out what this is. Okay, 407-674-0414 or email us, mousecapade. A podcast at gmail.com or Facebook message me, whatever you want to do. So two rooms are booked. Okay. Two rooms. Um, Not one for me and you, just for you, right? Yeah. Just for me. Right. Um, in June. So the okay. first week of June. When we'll be down and, there. Uh, we'll be down yeah, there. Yep. We were planning on being down there for something, some fun, exciting adventures of Nick and Tim again. Um, yeah. What else can we say about it that doesn't give it away? I mean, I... So, it's a very unique. How Not many, many people have done this. How many hours and flights are you going to have to sit through? Oh, it's at so least two hours and ten minutes. We'll just say two hours, from, but then another five. Well, no, because I mean we're driving down, right? You're not including that, right? If if we drive down, like. You're still stewing between flying down, right? Yeah. Well, okay. I got yeah. Okay. Okay. So all said, my flights are going to take me about I don't know what is that about four? No, no, not fourteen hours. What, let me let me carry the one. It's uh, twelve and a half, thirteen hours maybe. How many tickets are you going to be purchasing? I don't know. How many hours is that? Uh, well, I've got an annual pass, so I'm only buying one ticket. Okay, that's going to enable you to hop. Yeah. So it's you a have hopper. an annual pass, but you're going to buy a hopper. Right. I need an extra hmm. hopper. Okay. I don't know how much more we should say. And this has only been done once before, right? No, I think I think it's been done more than once. Okay. But what you're going to do has never been done by me. No. No, has it been done at all? Well, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I really think we need to look into this and maybe contact Guinness's Book of World Records, dude. <laughs> you think is so? Is that what it is? Guinness's, right? Guinness. Guinness. Is it Guinness? Guinness. Guinness. Guinness, Guinness like Guinness. Yeah, like, like the beer. Like the beer that they're going to sell in the parks? Oh, I'm kidding. I kid. Like you can get at uh, the Irish yeah. pub. So Guinness Book of no, World people Records. have done this. You, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, you can Google it. Really? Yes. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, so we've dropped the hints. Still about it, listeners. Think about it. Tim, you're coming back on, right? I mean, it's a 24 hour marathon. Okay. Of it, fun. Yeah, it is a marathon. And it's, it's going to be and a And you're going to smell lovely when it's all said and done. Oh, absolutely. Dude. Butterflies. Uh, and Flowers. S- and sweat. All right. Listeners, <laughs> if you're interested <laughs> in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, simply text us at 407 674 0414. Email us, com. Also, don't forget to check out our friends over at waltexpress.com. You can sign up for the newsletter for deals, tips, and all things Disney. Go ahead and complete that free no 
obligation quote and just let them know that Nick sent you from the Mousecapades podcast. You can find us on all of our social media accounts. Instagram is going to be Mousecapades underscore Nick. Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast. And our Twitter account as Mousecapades Pod. Tim, thank you so much for coming in the studios. Really do appreciate it. This is fun, and yeah. I hope this is one of many more. Well, we'll see how they, so, uh, when the check clears. So we have, yes. <laughs> it's in the mail already, buddy. Yeah, okay. So next week, we're going to have another special guest. We're going to do another Behind the Secret Door. And then finally, it will all be complete, Tim. We're going to have you, Chrissy, myself, and another special guest. And we're going to try to have all four of us together. Every week, bringing you rumors and news. And Kimberly, the intern, may show up every now and then, but the four of us are really going to be together every single Wednesday bringing you the news and rumors, and it's going to be it's gonna be awesome to have the four of us. Tim. Tim's checked out. No, <laughs> okay. I'm just, you're on a roll, man. Okay. I just, I'm Hold watching on. the professionals. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, like I said... Getting back on the horse. Let's see what happens. All right, everybody. That pretty much wraps it up. Peace. Have a magical day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day. Now I know I'm dreaming. Master, I don't think you quite realize what you've got here. So why don't you just ruminate whilst I illuminate the possibilities? Well, Alibaba had them 40 thieves. Sherry's out, he had a thousand tails. But Master, you in luck, cause up your sleeves, you got a brand of magic never fails. You got some power in your corner now. Some heavy ammunition in your camp. You got some punch Y'all you and house, all you gotta do is rub that lamp. And I'll say, Mr. Alonzo, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, jot it down. You ain't never had a friend like me. <laughs> Life is your restaurant, and I'm your maitre d'. Come on, whisper what it is you want. You ain't never had a friend like me. Yes, sir, we pride ourselves on service. You're the boss, the king, the shah. Say what you wish, it's yours, true dish About a little more baklava Add some of column A, try all of column B I'm in the mood to help you, dude You ain't never had a friend like me Mama No, no Can your friends do this? Can your friends do that? Can your friends pull this? Out their little hat. Can your friends go? Hey, look at here. Can <laughs> your know, friends go abracadabra? Let her rip. And then make the sucker disappear. So don't you sit there, smack your body hide. I'm here to answer all your business plans. You got me bona fide, certified. You got a genius for a charge to fail. I got a power to help you out. So what you wish, I really want to know. You got a list that's Three miles long, no doubt. Well, all you gotta do is rub like so. Mr. Lancer, have a wish of two or three. I'm on the job. You big nabob. You ain't never had a friend, never had a friend. You ain't never had a friend, never had a friend. You ain't never had a friend. You ain't never had a friend like me. Ha.